Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Political action committees are all the rage to help get candidates elected, but are they allowed to coordinate with candidates or even nonprofits like us? Today we interview Doug Truax, who runs Restoration Pack. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a new friend of the program, Doug Truax, is the founder and CEO of Restoration Pack, his website, restorationofamerica.com. Welcome to the program, Doug Truax. How are you, sir? Good, Dr. Chaps, thanks for having me on. Well, it's nice to meet you. You and I have something in common. We're both uh, Academy graduates. You are U.S. Military Academy at West Point, uh, class of 92. I'm Air Force Academy, class of 91. We almost overlapped. That's right, that's right. So thanks thanks for your service. It's uh, good to be with you today. And I appreciate all you've done to get this far uh, with helping the country and uh, for having us on today. Well, we we continue to keep that oath, don't we? We all swore an oath, those of us who serve, to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Uh, We do that with religious broadcasting as a 501c3. Uh, You do that with a political action committee called Restoration PAC. Uh, Before you explain your specific purpose, what is a political action committee? I think you were dead on a minute ago when you talked about uh, how do you help a candidate, but you're not part of the actual campaign. And so that's the five twenty sevens federal super PACs. They're designed to basically help out help uh, outside groups, help campaigns. Basically, donors give to these PACs. It's all disclosed. There's no dark money here. Well, well, I'm sure we'll talk about what people characterize as dark money here in a second. But when you give to a five twenty seven as a donor, it's fully disclosed to the Federal Elections Commission. And then uh, we take the money and then we run kind of an outside campaign. The main rule is you cannot coordinate. And that doesn't mean you can't talk, but you cannot coordinate in the sense that the campaign, the campaign is gonna run this ad here. So the PAC's gonna run this ad over here. That can't happen, that's, that's against the rules. So basically what we're doing is we find the candidates that we like that coincide with our mission and our vision. And uh, we raise funds around them. And then we go out and help them, help their campaigns do what they do. And uh, we have a lot of opportunity to, you know, basically see things maybe the campaign doesn't see or run outside polling, different things. And, and we've been able to help a lot of candidates over the years, a lot of Senate candidates since we've been doing this. We're also involved heavily in presidential elections as well. Uh, but that's how a 527 works. You just can't coordinate with the campaign, but it allows you to do uh, basically, and it's unlimited dollars. A donor can give unlimited amounts of money to a 527. Whereas to a campaign on the federal level, you have a, a federal uh, campaign limit per individual, which is relatively small. So you can, the money can get much bigger at a 527, which is, you know, goes to the heart of our country, which is free speech. And, and you're allowed to, uh, to uh, help a candidate in this way. And we're very effective at what we do. So how is a super PAC different than a traditional PAC? 
Well, you have all kinds of PACs. You have state PACs. You have different, you know, a, a state can have its own uh, legislation internally about what can be done and what can't be done, different limits. A super PAC is one that has unlimited uh, capacity to take on dollars from a donor. And then there's some other uh, rules around it as far as what you can do with federal campaigns versus working inside of a state. But in our space, it goes towards the, you know, congressional candidates, uh, uh, presidential candidates, and, uh, and it's not tied to any state in any way. So a federal super PAC or, or a 527 can take unlimited dollars. Are, are they generally funded by one wealthy person? Like uh, in, in the old days, it was Sheldon Adelson used to give to all these super PACs because uh, he was a billionaire out of Nevada and, and he had a lot of money to throw around. Uh, but I, I assume you have multiple sources, not like a single source. Well, I'll tell you what, that definitely does happen. There are people with a lot of money that want to uh, influence politics. Um, and as long as they're aligned with our mission and vision, then we talk to them. So, uh, so we do have people like that, for sure, that are helping us. But we also take money from lots of people around the country. Uh, but it, uh, to your point, because it's an unlimited amount, it certainly stands out when a billionaire gives a lot of money to a super PAC. It just kind of dwarfs the rest of the money at times. But uh, that's just the way it is. So. Yeah, we work with lots of different people, but we have our uh, certain folks that we have uh, worked with quite a bit over the years uh, have been uh, very loyal to us and we've been loyal uh, to them from a mission and vision and value standpoint. And then we take the money in, we find the candidates that we think are a good fit and we go forward from that point. How, how has this been regulated over the years? I know there've been decisions at the Supreme Court, for example, uh, I think it was um, Citizens United said that Money is speech and corporations can, or people too, and they can, they can write big checks for their own free speech. As long as they don't do X, Y, Z, they're allowed to run their own political advertising. Well, right, well, Citizens United was a pretty controversial piece because up until that point, basically the Democrats and the labor unions had free reign on this. They could you know, funnel money to unions and they could use it like a super PAC would to promote their candidates. And you've seen this over the years, certain unions will only back, you know, to the tune of like 98 to 99% of the time only backing Democrat candidates. But when Citizens United came through that said these groups could form, then it kind of opened it up so that it wasn't just the, the playing field of just the, the unions. And so, yeah, you're right, it, it, it did open things up, made, it leveled the playing field. Uh, the one side who had the unfair advantage didn't like it at the time. Uh, but it's, it's, it's worked out. And I think that um, we're seeing this play out over time because both sides have super PACs. You know, we're, we're very conservative in what we do and there's very liberal super PACs too. And so it's a, it's a battle on all levels. It's not like one side gets free reign. I think that that Citizens United piece leveled the playing field, but now we're in a place where everybody gets the opportunity to do what they uh, want with their own money, uh, which is, you know, the heart of uh, free speech. And so, uh, so that's, the, that's the space we play in. Very good. Okay, let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll ask Doug Truax about the super PACs that may or may not be forming behind Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. We have a brand new action alert for the activist members of our TV audience. And we want you to take action today to stop the religious purge of Christians from the military. You mean they're kicking out Christians? Yes, by the thousands right now because religious exemption waivers are being denied by 
especially the Air Force. We've seen recent headlines how Air Force Academy cadets are being kicked out and forced to repay hundreds of thousands of dollars in back scholarship money. This is just wrong. We are standing for the religious freedom of the cadets. We're asking you to call the Secretary of Defense office. He is Lloyd Austin, and he wrote the policy saying that religious exemptions will be granted on a case-by-case -case basis. Then why are almost zero exemption waivers being granted? We need you to take action today by calling the Secretary of Defense office, and we have his phone number. Get your pen ready to write down this phone number. We want you to call and say, please, protect religious freedom. Don't purge the Christians out of the military. Here's that phone number. We want you to dial 703-692-7100. Again, that's 703-692-7100. Call the Secretary of Defense office and then call us for a free religious freedom sticker at 866-Obey-God. Press option three, take action today. Do you have Muslim friends or neighbors living in America? We want to give them Bibles in their native language, and you can help. We're making a free offer to you, the viewing audience, to help give away free Bibles to Muslims. If you want us to send a copy of the New Testament for yourself or a friend in any of the following languages, we would love to send it to you free of charge. We've got an Arabic New Testament available, Farsi New Testament, Turkish New Testament, the Kurdish New Testament in Kermanji, the Kurdish New Testament Sorani, and the Dari Gospel of John. All you need to do is contact our office by phone, 719-574-5900. Again, that's 719-574-5900. Or send an email request to hope at vopg.org. Again, that's hope, H-O-P-E, at vopg.org. And we'll process your request right away. God bless you. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Doug Truax of restorationofamerica.com. That's his website if you wanna learn more about his super PAC. It's a 527 organization. And let me be clear, uh, on this show as a nonprofit, we do not endorse or oppose candidates and therefore we do not endorse or oppose uh, Doug's super PAC. We're here to, to provide an educational medium so he can kind of explain to us what they do. Uh, and Doug, I, I noticed on the recent 60 Minutes interview, Joe Biden, the, the President of the United States, said he is not yet a candidate for reelection. And that shocked everybody, but it didn't surprise me because once he declares that he is a candidate for reelection, then he's not allowed to talk to his own super PACs anymore, or maybe talk but not coordinate. Right now, as the sitting president, is he allowed to talk to his own super PACs? Well, there's certain rules around that. You can't, uh, you can talk, but you can't coordinate future campaign pieces. So there's always that off limits. Even if you were to say, oh, you know, I'm not really a candidate yet, but here's what I wanna do going forward. Well, in that sense, in the spirit of the law, you are basically internally at that point, making yourself a candidate. So um, I, th I think probably more than, than that, I think at this point, you know, when, when he does say he's running again, they want to make a big production about it. They don't want to have some, you know, just really tame piece on 60 Minutes. They want to, uh, you know, like any candidate does, a big announcement and they go forward from there. And, and then and then to your point, at, at that moment, then it is for sure off limits any any uh, uh, coordination. But I would say even now, it's uh, you got to be careful because 
you know, once you're in office, it's pretty obvious if you had, if you're not term limited, that you're probably going to run again. So you got to be careful on, on that front. So, but I, I think that he's probably, you know, I don't know the mechanics internally over there. I'm sure there's, there's conversations and meetings, just not outright coordination of what's going to happen down the road. So I remember the, the, in previous campaigns, and, and this dates back probably to 2008, when I was the chaplain for Alan Keyes for president, and we were driving throughout Iowa, and we were speaking in all the pizza restaurants and churches that he could find. There was a, a sequence to announcing a candidacy, especially for a federal office, maybe Congress or Senate or presidency. Um, a lot of times a non-candidate will go out there and make speeches on behalf of super PACs and say, please donate to this PAC because they're doing great things. Uh, and then later they will form what's called an exploratory committee. That means you're not yet a candidate, but as you're exploring the possibility of becoming a candidate and then certain rules begin to kick in, but then once you declare that you are a candidate, you can basically no longer coordinate with that super PAC, even if it's run by your brother-in-law. Uh, I, I think the Clintons were famous for running their own super PACs through distant relatives. But um, do you find those, those rules restrictive or do you have a lot of freedom to do what you wanna do? Well, they certainly do restrict the campaigns. Um, but we, when we do what we do, we're basically just an outsider looking at the entire landscape saying, this is what we think is the best piece to do next for the candidate. So we're not, you know, we're not talking to the campaign at all, uh, no coordination. Um, I think going into a campaign, the campaign better have a plan and uh, they better execute on the plan. And obviously there's gonna be changes at some point, but they need to execute on the plan. And so typically what starts to happen is you see what the campaign's plan is and you can as a super PAC either agree with it or disagree with it. And this is all just from watching, you know, as a citizen watching it play out uh, and what they're doing. And so um, while there is no coordination, you can see where the campaign and the candidate thinks things are going based on their polling, then we have ours and we do different things, maybe, maybe not. Is it a supplement to what they're already doing in a way, things like that. So. There cannot be an outright, let's have a meeting, we're gonna do this, you guys do that, that's not allowed. But you can see what's happening in general. And, and likewise, you know, the campaigns can see, just like everybody else, what ads the, pa the super PACs are running and, and things like that. So it does, it kind of morphs into uh, uh, watching each other and, and, uh, and playing off each other in certain ways, but certainly there's no internal coordination. Um, because there could be, you know, a uh, Federal Elections Commission investigation and. Nobody wants that, so uh, so you just uh, you know play by the rules, and it, it it all gets to be somewhat obvious at some point about what's going on. So you alluded to this previously, but I want to return to it. What's the difference between full transparency, which I'm sure your group provides, you have certain public filings that people can see who your donors are, and the dark money campaigns that are bordering on being illegal because they you never know who the donors are. Well, um, you know, the, the, the only way you can do that, the dark money piece, is you have to give to a 501c4, all right? So you said you're a 501c3. We have a 501c4. It's actually called Restoration of America. There's multiple groups underneath the banner uh, of what we do. One of them is the 527. We've already talked about re that restoration pack. And this other one is a 501c4 called Restoration of America. And in that, you can give money as a donor and it not be disclosed to the FEC. But the caveat is internally at the 501c4, only 
half that money up to half can be used directly in a political campaign the other half has to go to education and advocacy on issues so that's the that's the main difference at a five twenty seven you're going to get disclosed that all the money can go to a candidate's campaign work type you know situation on the five hundred one c four only half of it can but you're not disclosed so that's the difference but it does turn into oh who are these donors but don't ever you know don't be misled the democrats and the liberals are doing it just as much as the republicans and the conservatives it's just the way the whole thing works uh and and you know those are just the rules you don't have to disclose if you give the 501c4 yes the, those are the rules uh sometimes the rules are broken i'm sure you guys are doing it above board uh i have a funny story to tell when we come back about how dark money was used against me in my campaign for state senate a few years ago. Uh, and you'll be surprised at where the money came from right after this with Doug Truax. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Doug Truax. Doug, I have a funny story to tell you and I wanna get your reaction to this. It's funny now looking back on it, but it was not funny at the time. In 2016, I was a state representative in, in Colorado. Uh, this is not a federal race, but maybe you can still opine. Uh, I was running for state Senate and out of nowhere uh, in the primary, this is like a June primary, but in May, we start seeing these false, nasty, anonymous postcards hitting all the mailboxes in my race. And it's like, what is Klingenschmidt hiding? He's not disclosing his taxes. And, and that's fine, I, I disclosed my taxes, I gave them to the, to the newspapers. My point is, 
before those false nasty anonymous postcards hit, I was leading in the polls and after they hit, I lost the race and it was possibly outside money. So we looked on these postcards that said, you know, funded by, you know, people for a better America or some crazy anonymous name. You look that up and there's no donors listed. People are directly campaigning against me. It's totally opaque. You can't tell who, where the money's coming from. We filed a lawsuit and it took two years. Uh, and, and turns out they were breaking the law and it was funded mainly by the Koch brothers <laughs> of all people. They were, they were invested in a Republican race to, to pick a different Republican instead of me. Everyone thinks they're so conservative. No, in this case, they were uh, anti-conservative and they were, they were biased and they eventually got exposed and we found out where the money came from. Um, it, does any of that still happen or, or are state laws tightening down? You know, I can't speak really to state laws, especially not in Colorado or whatever. I, I don't know exactly how it works. I would tell you this, that uh, to your point about what we do, uh, we're 100% truthful 100% of the time. And uh, we don't say anything unless it's not real. Sometimes people don't like it, uh, but it's 100% real. So in your case, it sounds like somebody was lying about you, which I think is horrible and reprehensible. Uh, the, uh, the antidote to it, uh, sadly, is to make sure that uh, you've got somebody on your side that's willing to punch back, you know, and figure out where did all those things land? And then we gotta reverse that and go back at them as quickly as we can and say, that's not true. You know, that's the age we live in politically. You have to answer immediately before a narrative forms around somebody making stuff up about you. So, uh, you know, there you go. fallen world, a lot of liars out there. <laughs> so you just have to, it's just the way it is, you know? Well, on a positive note, you guys are standing for righteousness and the constitution. What are some, some key values you would want to see in a candidate before your pact gets behind them? Well, since we're working on the federal level, uh, really want to understand too now, especially in this time we live in of wokeness, where do they stand with the military? You know, you, you, you disclosed earlier that we both went to academies, uh, served the country in the military, very concerned about this concept of a woke military and where that's going. Um, recruitment numbers are way down. You know, these youngsters, I mean, I, I, you know, you may want to talk about your experience as well, but when I was 16, 17, 18, I was, always, I was patriotic, but that wasn't the primary reason I joined the military, it was because I wanted to be, go be a warrior and I wanted to make a big impact. And if these younger people are looking at the military and all they see is woke and diversity, equity, inclusion everywhere, and all they see is like a giant corporation where they're not really teaching them how to go you know, win a war, uh, re recruitment numbers are gonna go down. So we have got to get this whole military woke concept under control. The gender dysphoria people have got to go We've got to reevaluate physical fitness standards uh, because, you know, we have a lot of problems in this country, but, you know, the debt, the healthcare, obviously inflation, you know, we can talk about elections. I'm going to go there next in a second, you know, how do we clean up our elections? And those are, you know, major problems. But the one thing that's kind of under the radar, in my opinion, is this woke military piece, because not only will the recruitment numbers go down, but there will be a day we're going to have to meet somebody on the, on the field of battle again, and maybe the Chinese or whoever it is, and if we lose that war, then our country's over. And you think about the foundation of our country for a long time was the opinion of the military. Like I know when I grew up, the opinion of, you know, Congress was always at, you know, 12, 17%, and you have all these institutions and it climbs up, but the highest was always 
the military because people could trust it well that's slipping as well now too and we have got to get that back under control so our candidates have to understand that concept right there and secondarily they have to understand that if we don't get confidence and transparency into our election system this is all going to be over because especially on our side you can feel like you can have the best candidates do everything you possibly can under the sun to win the election but if one side is slowly figuring out how to win every time through cheating then it's over you're never going to get any policy it doesn't matter what you think about immigration or the economy or anything else if the election's rigged going forward it's just not going to happen so one of the things we work on around here a lot through the voter reference foundation is election integrity and making sure that across the country we have as much transparency in the election system as we possibly can so that everybody feels max confidence in it so that's another piece that we uh, we pay really close attention to with our candidates is the so the military and election integrity big piece so <clears throat> to your point I know the House Armed Services subcommittees have been trying to introduce special amendments to the NDAA that would protect religious freedom especially for uh, cadets at service academies and that has been blocked repeatedly by some members of, of one particular uh, political party, but but if we had more pro-military or pro-freedom conservatives in Congress, I think those amendments would be passed, they would become law, and we would have religious freedom restored at our service academies. Doug, we have just one minute. How can we pray for you? Well, I think that we need to be praying for the country. I think to your point that you just made about how this is playing out sometimes in these policy things, I think we have an entire class of people now, they're atheists, they're globalists, they wanna undo the country from within. So if anybody wants to pray, let's pray about that, you know, that the survival of our country, we have to do two things. We have to turn back to God and we have to enforce just laws. We talk about that around here all the time. If we can pray that God will help us get back to that place and to the degree that we here at Restoration of America through Restoration PAC, the 527, the C4, all those things we talked about, can impact that change. We want to do that. And, you know, we're here to be as much as we possibly can be, knowing what God's side of the issue is and staying on that side. Because we know when we do that, we will have the country we're looking for and we'll be able to go forward with religious freedom, but embracing again our Judeo Christian roots that we have before that have made us so successful over the centuries. Amen. Let's take a moment and pray. Father in heaven, we ask your blessing on America that you would restore us to the freedoms that our founding fathers envisioned, that religious freedom would triumph so that the gospel of Jesus Christ can be proclaimed and uh, people of faith are not persecuted because of their beliefs. Father, we pray uh, for a change in, in politics, in people's hearts, uh, in, in Congress. We pray that Jesus would be our Lord. Uh, and I pray your blessing on Doug and his efforts. In Jesus' name. Amen. Our guest has been Doug Truax, restorationofamerica.com. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Again, prayinjesusname.org. Please donate when you visit or call us toll free if you need prayer at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. If you're in Colorado or willing to come to Colorado Springs, I wanna buy you a free steak dinner or chicken or salmon we're having a gala fundraising event on the night before Veterans Day. It's gonna be Thursday, 10 November. Sign up on our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on event or call us right now at 866-Obey-God, press option five. 
It's a night to honor veterans with Dr. Chaps and three-star general Rod Bishop will be speaking. Please come. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 